There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustar Irfim 18.9.6. Hello, dear listeners, and today in Mustar Studio, I have new colleagues. I mean, we already introduced them for you, but today they are majority in the studio. And here I'm Ellen, with me today are Adam. Hello, everyone. And Pia. Hello there. And we have a free topic program, and today the guys chose the topic, not me. So our topic is traveling. And the first question is obvious. I'd like to ask you, what is traveling for you? Okay, let me start. Uh, for me personally, it's uh, just changing places on the map. That would be the easiest definition. And you can also think about traveling in your mind or astronomers do it. They travel to uh, really far spaces in space where it's uh, physically impossible to go by yourself. And still they do it in their mind. But like I said, uh, just changing places on Earth. And how about you, Pia? No, for me it's more about new experiences because uh, every country that I traveled in was so different from the previous one. So for me, it's more like seeing new stuff and uh, meet new people. That's traveling for me. How many countries did you visit? I mean, for example, in my case, I have already counted with my colleagues, friends, we had a kind of competition, but <laughs> in funny way, I mean, it's not serious for sure. And in my case, it's 20 countries, but Whoa. I'd like to say that... Uh, First time I went abroad, uh, not to Ukraine, which is mm. neighborhood for me, like 100 kilometers, when I was 24. So, I mean, uh, I did uh, all these trips uh, uh, recent years. It was not uh, a long period. Yeah, I see. And how about you? I think I visited not that much of countries. And <laughs> that's strange because I went mostly really far. Like, I changed continents like i went to australia and to papua new guinea once and wow <laughs> i didn't know it yeah and i even stayed in manila in philippines for like four days because i missed the plane it was a mess <laughs> that the trip but and in europe i just visited like berlin london that is kind of europe <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and croatia and that's it Maybe uh, uh, Austria, but I'm not sure. Wow, but can you tell us uh, in details about this trip to Australia, Papua New Guinea? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's a kind of dream. Now it's really so far away. Yeah, Australia was, I went there with my family, but like seven years ago, kind of. And uh, no, Papua New Guinea went there like two summers ago on a Christian mission. I went there for help you know the local people and um, i stayed there one month i went there with my my sister we worked on a school we helped the teachers teaching uh, english and everything to the children and it was amazing it was really a great experience to me because it really helped me become who i am right now because i really changed my way of thinking because it was everything so even if it was like a mission so it was protected it wasn't like wild even if like the mission was in the middle of the forest and no, I, I have 100 questions about this <laughs> so how did you find this program this opportunity to go there because the chief of this mission was my um, teacher at the kindergarten 
So uh-huh. yeah, then she turned into a nun, and then she yeah she went missions. Like she stayed in Philippines because there is there is a mission even in the Philippines, the same kind of mission. Like stayed there for like ten years. And then she moved to Papua New Guinea and she started a new one. This is a real new mission. Maybe it's just around five years like that it's built it up. And uh, so I was like speaking with like a um, very old friend of mine. And she said, yeah, you know that Sister Kat, the name of our teacher, is, is now coming back to Italy because sometimes she, she went back to Italy. And uh, yeah, she's now in Papua New Guinea and I really want like to go there. But we will know how she went there. <laughs> After a short music break, stay with us. There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustar Ilfim 89.6. Here we are again in our Mushtar studio talking about traveling. And just before the music, we found out that Pia went to Papua New Guinea with a mission. And uh, for me, it's completely shocking. So please tell us more how we can do it and how it was for you. I just knew the right person, I think. So, um, yeah, the Sister Kat. And when she arrived home in Italy, I like asked for her contact. I wrote to her <laughs> saying that I really wanted to go to Papua New Guinea with her. And so at first, maybe she was a bit like, mm, you're too young. Because, uh, yeah, I was 17 when I... Yeah, you were <laughs> underage. <laughs> yeah. So she was, I don't know, because, you know, it's hard situation there. It's not that easy. But maybe she understood that I really wanted to go there. And then she said, okay, you can come. So we packed all the stuff, but we didn't really bring with us clothes because it was most about like uh, yeah we need this in the mission we really to have like cables or stuffing for stuff for the for the mission for school and stuff so my luggage was full of (laughs) not my stuff and yeah i went there and it was really amazing so where was the mission? I mean, uh, it was inside the forest, uh, <coughs> yeah, how it was. it was, how you lived, uh, with whom you worked. I mean, uh, for me, it's something uh, I can't even imagine. So please, uh, in <laughs> details, we need to understand it. Okay, so the capital of Papua New Guinea is Port Moresby. And I landed there with the plane. And it's really hard to get to Papua New Guinea because there's just one airline that brings to, from like, for example, Philippines to Papua New Guinea. There's just one airline. That's the reason why I missed the, the plane because there were like problems. I don't know, on the plane, on the airport, I don't know. And there are just three days on the week that you, you can go to Papua New Guinea. So... I missed the the plane, so I had to wait two more days for the next flight. And um, then I landed to Port Moresby, and I had two hours and a half of ride on the back of the of the van with all the luggages. It was <laughs> really hard, and yeah, the streets were of course awful. So you have <laughs> you were moving, and um, I'm from Russia. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I arrived there. I felt like drunk because I was <laughs> so so tired. Like really, I don't really. Uh-huh. How long was the flight? I mean, oh. how much time it took uh, to come from uh, Italy? Like, from each airport? From Milan? No, Venice. From Venice uh, to Port Moresby. In total, it was about 27 hours. Then I arrived there and everybody was so kind, so like happy to that we were there. They gave us time to settle up. Then 
we started working as, with their rhythm. For example, since it's a Christian mission, we had to wake up every morning at six because we had to participate at the mass. And then at like at 5 p.m. there was the rosary. Then we had to work in the class. I was in the with the smallest children, and they were so nice, but they were so different from our children like they were so kind of wild like they were always like hitting themselves really punching themselves and i remember that it was lucas there was this small like a, i don't know they don't really know their ages because they don't have to go to the school at a precise age exactly so i don't know maybe it was five and once he went to me and he wanted to be hugged and you know then everybody started to say oh lucas is a baby is a baby just because he wanted like to be cuddled and it was so so bad because he was five so it's normal but we will know more of the new guinea experience after short music break stay tuned <laughs> There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustard Ilfin 89.6. Welcome back to Mustar FM, and we are going to continue talking about amazing experience of Pia in Papua New Guinea. So, Lucas, <laughs> this young boy who was not so young, but uh, for other people, other children, it was weird that you can uh, hug a person, hug a child. Yeah, because for them, like, being cuddled would have been weak, because they were always fighting, punching each other, even... And they were kids, the, like guys of my age. They were even worse. They, I, I remember because there there were like some guys that lived with the nuns, like in a different buildings of a building, of course. It was so hard for me to like to try to communicate with them because they don't really have a relationship with friend, friendships with women. They're separate. Like they just meet each other just if, when they want to build a family and that's it like, otherwise wow. they, yeah they, they stay so they have like separated lives uh, yeah, before absolutely. marriage I never saw girls talking to to boys and so like even I wanted to be friends with to them because I wanted to to know them because they were my age so I just wanted to, to try to understand them but they were really like close and it wasn't that that easy at first but did you speak english with them or italian i don't know <laughs> no they they have their own dialects yeah of course but they talk like a kind of english it's it's called um talk pg mm -hmm. what is it it's it's english but a bit under influence of the local dialect yeah no it's no? I, i have no idea where like does it come from but it's english but with bad grammar like <laughs> like mm -hmm. they don't use future or past They just use present, for example. Or, um, yeah, and it was even, even like funny because when I came home, I started like talking a bit like that English or even like they always do like, ah, when they finish talking, like, I don't know, teacher, is it good? Ah, they, <laughs> they always do ah. And we started like talking ah, ah, like this. It was so funny. It was even a bit dangerous, maybe. In like, which way? Why dangerous? I couldn't leave the mission without um, local people or, yeah, because um, it was a bit dangerous, you know, because they're always like armed and there's uh, even like a drug, a local drug, which is, it's like a nut. 
Uh-huh. And they use it like with a shell and I don't know something green and they put it in the um, in the mouth. Yeah. And their mouth becomes um red mm-hmm. and they get high really high and you can really control them when they're like that. Even the even the the kids use it so they can feel the hunger. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's so a different world. Yeah, it's so it was a bit awkward, you know, like going around or seeing people with like I remember the first time that I arrived there, I was watching okay around of course and I saw all these red spots on the ground. And I thought it was blood, you know, something, oh my God, oh my something God. got hearted, I don't know. And then they explained me, no, it's because when they're using that drug, uh-huh. they started spitting. And so it's red spit, but it, it was so awkward to me. It was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. And what about food? I mean, uh, did you try something local? Some fruits. Mostly, mm-hmm. there's a star fruit, I think it's called, and it tastes like I saw a picture. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it's it's nice, and even like banana bread. Yeah, it's another fruit. Like they fried it, and it tastes like fried chips. Wow. Yeah, but it's banana actually. <laughs> it's really cool. But no, mostly I I ate pasta, rice. Because of the mission, you know, like containers arrived with all the stuff from Italy. So yeah. amazing. But we will continue talking about traveling after the music. There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustar Irfim 89.6. Welcome back to Mustar FM and our free topic program. Today, me, Ellen, with Adam and Pia are talking about traveling. And we found out that Pia went to the New Guinea. Come on, Papua New Guinea. It's uh, somewhere <laughs> in the ocean up to me. I don't know really where. You told us about uh, people there, about their habits. Uh, but uh, what was the most important lesson for you, like life lesson, which uh, probably changed your relationship to the world, uh, your attitude after? that experience we're always thinking about like yeah it's something i'm sure that there is something like that around the world poor people living in the forest without like electricity without water yeah i'm sure that it is and i i would never like saw it and when i went there i can i felt i felt it poorness of the people and everything and even and they were still maybe better of us because they were so different in the way they were living even in the way of their they were thinking Even For like example, just uh, can you provide us some examples how they think uh, in a different way from our European mentality? Okay. <laughs> I know it's a hard question, but it's really interesting. Yeah, for I have this example in my mind. Mm, there were some girls, like kids, but around, I don't know, they were like 13. And they were, of course, they were living in the forest, as most of them. And uh, they went to me and they gave me their like mm, bracelets like they made bracelets I don't know from where from nothing I think and they gave it to me just because I don't know it was like I was new and they wanted to to be friends with me but yeah for me it was like oh my god really thank you because they, they like they were they didn't like they go barefoot okay they go without any shoes yeah yeah but they still have something to give me and it was Well, I was okay. <laughs> And they really wanted, like, attentions. 
the kids want their attention like because most of them live there even maybe alone or their parents went to the capital trying to to find a job and so the children were living maybe with the neighbors or something like that and they really i can really felt that they were looking for someone to take care of them wonderful thank yeah. you very much <laughs> Yeah. It's But really touching. I have a question. Uh, if you would have a chance to go back there, I don't know, cheap flight or someone would offer, would you do it? Again? Yeah. Yeah, for for sure. But maybe I haven't thought about it, like going back there during this my gap period. But I'm not sure if I would like mm, be able to live at that conditions. Not not like about like living in a mission, but mm, the community like mass every day and rosary every day. It was a bit maybe too much for me. Even about if I religious. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed the experience. Like I stayed there for one month, and for me it was amazing. For real, it really helped me. But I'm not sure if I would be able to go there. But like for example, there is a family from where I live that works really close with the with this mission, and now they are living there. Like, and they have three kids. One is um, one is thirteen, one is eleven, and one is seven. And they start the school year, and they just go back to Papua New Guinea. And they already left, lived there for like two years, and now they went back there again because they really missed it. Even the kids, like they're they're not like Italian kids because they they spend their childhood there, and so even the way of thinking, the way of Like even playing games, you know, it's so different, and they feel better in Papua New Guinea than in Italy, for example. Yeah. Amazing. We will know if me and Adam are ready for such experience, and uh, if we thought about it before. After short music break, stay tuned. There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustar Irfin 89.6. Hello, dear listeners, one more time. Here we are. And uh, today, somehow, our topic moved, uh, switched uh, to missions in different uh, countries which are not developed that much as European countries, for example. And uh, as you understood, uh, Pia went to Papua New Guinea, which is amazing. A few days ago, I went to the local university in Nirithhazen, and uh, here we had um, an African day. Okay, we went just to introduce the uh, EVS program and uh, to speak a little bit with people in English because there are a lot of foreign students, mostly from Africa. But the most exciting thing for me was one presentation of a Hungarian woman about African-Hungarian mission. So there is a mission in different ways and in different countries, in a few African countries. Uh, for example... Um, They have uh, students from uh, Nigeria, Zanzibar, but they have mission in uh, Zanzibar, in uh, Madagascar, I think, and uh, somewhere else in two countries. And uh, it's mostly about medical help, you know. Some Hungarian doctors, for example, at the time when they should have vacation, they went not... Uh, to the seaside or to travel abroad, but they go to Africa in order to help local people. And uh, we had uh, an amazing, I mean, shocking example. For example, in one of these countries, there is no ETN specialist, not at all, ETN doctor. 
So the only one is Hungarian who can come just for one month to this country and provide them services. And uh, he operated a lot of people, incredible number, because it's necessary, it's very important. But uh, also now, as she said, one more African person studied in Budapest and he should come back and he will be the second one who will probably work there on a basic. We will see. But it's completely amazing and it's a little bit out of my mind because Africa and also Papua New Guinea, a lot of uh, Oceanian countries are somewhere so far away. But it's a kind of uh, mystic destination, you know. You'd like to go, but... uh, you are not really sure, you don't have enough information. And uh, it's pretty easy, it's possible to become a part of this mission for local people and even for foreigners, but I think in my case it's more complicated because I don't have visa, I should have visa, now I have, but when I leave back uh, it will be expired, so no way. What about you, Adam? Did you think about some missions or traveling that much far? Do you have some really important destinations for you? Mm, No, not right now. Actually, nothing in my mind. I was never outside Europe, but I visited many countries in Europe. And then I found out all the places are almost the same. You know, the architecture is the same in Copenhagen or St. Petersburg or in Prague or in Berlin. So is I missed the point of traveling uh, in Europe more because everywhere is almost the same. I think Balkans is different. I never visited them. That's yeah, you should true. go. I mean, I went uh, this summer to Albania and Macedonia and uh, I'd like to say it's a different world. I mean, for me, it's a little bit um, funny because sometimes it reminded me Russia at some undeveloped ways you know when I meet not a European style but some completely crazy stuff and it's oh it's like at home you know <laughs> because architecture is completely different you okay. can see it it's a, a little bit uh, from Soviet a little bit from crazy 80s 90s because people tried to, to build something and sometimes it didn't work properly but it looks uh, so funny I mean so unusual for us but typically for this country so probably it's uh, one option and also mentality of people is different it's not European uh, way of thinking in general no it's uh, a little bit crazy Balkan style which I really like which you can see in Kusturica's movie for example I mean now when you told about it it seems okay but I (laughs) yeah I heard audition about Albania Uh that really scared me not to go there who? there was a about Polish writer, mm-hmm. and she wrote a book about it. She presented Albania in a really bad way, that all country is corrupted, there is mafia, no industry, and people, almost every family, they're uh, hiding guns, weapons in their homes, because every day they're prepared for war. And when, <laughs> when I heard it, it's, well, I'm not going to Albania ever again. But now you... Yeah, you see, you I was like... <laughs> I, I didn't read anything, so I just went. And uh, I went with my Ukrainian friend together, mm-hmm. two girls, two blonde girls, and um, it was okay. I mean, nobody scared me in any way. And uh, I came uh, by bus from Macedonia through the whole country. And uh, then uh, I discovered Albania, but I will tell you more after the music. There's no planned topic, no planned theme. You can have fun guessing every week what we'll talk about next time. But what is most important is that you just relax and join us every Thursday from 5 to 6 in our free topic conversation on Mustar Ilfim 18.9.6. 
Welcome back to Mashtar FM and our free topic program about traveling. And uh, before the music, we started talking about Albania, my new discovery of this year, because I just found the cheapest ticket, uh, the cheapest flight uh, to Macedonia. And uh, I wanted uh, to go somewhere to the seaside. And uh, I had two options. I mean, Macedonia doesn't have a sea. So I could go to Greece or to Albania. And at some point I thought, okay, Greece is so typical. It's uh, I ha- We have a lot of flights from Russia to Greece. It's... Uh, common destination. But uh, we don't have a flight connection with Albania and it's a good opportunity to go there. And uh, this country is not really developed. I mean, uh, for example, please, bring cash. These people use only cash. And uh, euro is better option than local lace. It's uh, crazy, but it's true. So if you'd like to pay in euros, sometimes uh, it's cheaper than lace. I don't know why, because they really prefer euros. So they try to motivate you as well. <laughs> Usually it's opposite, you know. Then uh, in euros you should pay a little bit more all the time. But Albania, no, <laughs> no idea why. And uh, we went uh, through Macedonia firstly by bus, then by bus as well from um, Ohrid, uh, which is a very touristic uh, city in Macedonia, to Albanian uh, capital c- city Tirana. And from Tirana we went to Saranda, which is a kind of the best uh, resort. But <laughs> you should see the best resort. I mean, architect. A lot of buildings uh, which were not uh, finished. Uh, and it's okay. I mean, it's uh, their style. Uh, Was it, it cheap? Very cheap. Especially uh, for, I think, uh, Italians. Uh, and uh, that's why a lot of Italian people are there. And everybody in Albania speaks Italian, by the way. Whoa. Yes, because when uh, socialism uh, crashed in Albania, yeah. they started watching uh, Italian TV. Okay. So they learned uh, TV by watching. And some people who are really old don't understand, but all young generation can speak, so you can feel completely free. <laughs> yeah. Also, all of them, or most of them, speak English. So, no problem. I didn't speak Russian, but English is okay, and you can communicate easily. And uh, for me, food was delicious. A lot of Italian cuisine <laughs> as well. Yes. <laughs> They're crazy about it. A lot of people from Albania moved to Italy to work, but then it was also job crisis in Italy. So, so they they, a lot of them came back and they knew how to cook <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's really true. And uh, I didn't have any conflicts or any dangerous situations, even if I uh, went out uh, pretty late. Also, it's funny because the country is supposed to be Muslim. So, officially, it's a Muslim mm-hmm. country. But uh, there are no covered women. No, I met just a few and less than in my native city, in Russia, which is Orthodox country. So, it's, um, their Muslim religion is a kind of uh, tradition. They'd like like to say that we are Muslim, but really they don't care a lot about this stuff. So don't be scared about this. And uh, what is interesting for you now about traveling? So Europe is not really, but Africa, Asia, Latin America. Not so much, to be honest, right now. But now you live uh, in a foreign country yeah. anyway, up to you. Yeah, it's okay. It's a little bit of traveling since I'm here because, because of my project. I was in Budapest, I was in Nirbator, in mm-hmm. Korto, different cities around. So, yeah, it's traveling, but this country is really flat, and I miss mountains a little bit. Ah, 
Yeah. yeah. Everywhere is flat. And not mountains, nor sea. Yeah. But Balaton is really nice. Y- yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I visited Balaton. Oh, which city? Shiofok. Uh-huh. And some small villages around. I went to another site, Tihania, Balaton, Ferret, and Vesprem. It's different. But yeah, but it's late. The water is sweet. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's different. Thank you for staying with us, dear listeners. Listen to us next week, and we will continue talking in our free topic program, because here we can feel really free we want to be free we want to feel free so stay tuned with us and follow us next week every Thursday from 5 to 6 we will be there for you to entertain you again on Mushtar FM 89.6 <laughs>